Hey presto, hello, episode 43, Gavin here. Hope you've been having a great week so far. Two questions for you today. The first is, are you successfully stuck? And the second is, what happened to your dream? One of the things that I come across quite regularly with the clients that I work with is people that have done well and are doing well, but have hit a plateau and what I call successfully stuck. And they don't seem to be able to manage to move beyond it. And actually, some of the things that can be quite frustrating is when I'm working with clients where um, I'm showing them the pathway to be able to create the shifts that they need in their business but they can't move beyond the limit of their thinking. You've heard me in previous episodes of this podcast to talk about the importance of identity, how we see ourselves. You know, we will only progress and grow to the limit of our thinking. And if we see ourselves operating in just the same old way that we've always done, you know, that Einstein phrase, if you, you, know, you can't solve a problem with the same class of thinking that got you there in the first place, so if you keep seeing yourself as the same caliber of business person as you have done up until this date, you know, a well-practiced, uh, well-honed over time identity of yourself, then you're going to struggle to move above or beyond that glass ceiling. So we've got to shift our thinking, uh, as we've talked about in a mindset episode that I've done on the podcast and the podcast around identity. But also another key area that helps people or causes people to get successfully stuck if the first is about the limit of their thinking, the second is about stuck in the day-to-day operations of their business. And that actually flows directly as a result of the first one. So I've worked with people that have shifted their identity that actually want to create, you know, go from local to national or national to international that want to move into doing uh, acquisitions, which is an area that I'm increasingly playing with with my clients and and, and growing their group um, exponentially through acquisitions. Um, but others cannot get past what they've been doing in their untrained behavior over time, uh, have been drawn back into day-to-day operations, whether it's around cash, whether it's around production, whether it's around HR, and the list goes on. So... Um, we can we can address all of these things. There are strategies to do all of these things, but you've got to want to. As a business owner, you've got to recognize that if I carry on doing things the way that I've always always done them, I'm not going to be able to make the change. I'm not going to be able to make the shift. So when we know we need to change, we don't change as human beings because of an intellectual realization that we should change. We change when we get to emotional threshold, when we've gone, enough is enough, when either the pain of carrying on the way that we um, that uh, carrying on the way that we are doing is so great that we can no longer tolerate that or the pleasure the upside the benefit of making the changes are so compelling that we're drawn towards those so one of the things that I do with clients is create what's known as the propulsion mechanism where we stack and build the pain of staying the same of staying successfully stuck carrying on doing the things that you've always done and then also simultaneously, build the pleasure of the the compelling, vibrant, exciting future of how things can be when we implement these new ways of doing things through delegation, through the new strategy, through acquisitions, adopting a new identity, making sure that you're spending time on the things that strategically are going to move the lever or move the dial in your business. So once we stack you know, if you're unhappy with the current level of progress, you need to, first of all, uh, decide, you know, make that decision that you are going to shift the results that you're going to get. And you need to 
increase the consequences in your own mind. Play that movie forward. What are the consequences if I don't change? And what are the upsides if I do? And one of the things that I think can help with that is to remind you of the initial reason why you went into business in the first place. You had a dream and you wanted to make that dream. And I thought one of the things that really could help with you uh, with that is for me to read the introduction to the new book, Survive and Thrive. little story about this first. I had a purge of getting the first edit done in August, which was fantastic. Got it off to the editor. Uh, kids go back to school September, got really busy with client work, etc. And I hadn't really done much more on it since the, the um the first edit had come back from the editor. So I picked it up last week and found myself going through the book again and rereading the opening introduction. So I thought I'd share that with you right now. What happened to your dream? Start with the Zen proverb, man stands in his own shadow and wonders why it's dark. I'm sure you started your business because you knew you could provide a better product or a service than the ones that already existed in the marketplace. You were passionate about improving the plight of the mistreated customer and about providing a more innovative, cost-effective, sustainable solution. Simply, you knew in your gut you could do a better job. You had dreams of growing a business, of the employment and profits it could generate, the people it would serve, the employment and lifestyle it would provide, and what these could do for your family in terms of education, your home, your travel and experiences. The vision excited you. It put fire in your belly and fueled the long days of work and the short nights of sleep. Your self-belief and your passion inspired people to work with you, customers to buy into your product service and the relationship manager at your bank to give you the funding application, the all too needed nod of approval. You achieved growth and much of the growth depends on how well you identified a need in the market and how much better you met that need uh, than others. Even so, a point will always come at which the growth slows or even plateaus. Hiccups in the delivery of your business turn into fully fledged problems or into fires that you're continually having to fight. True, there are areas that you're good at and in which you add most value to your business, perhaps marketing or brand development or building strategic relationships. But the time you spend on these areas is often stretched too thin because you need to oversee operations and finance and production and the performance of your team. Increasingly, you're dragged into the day-to-day noise of running your business, and with little time to stand back and look at where it's heading, your employees are disengaged, perhaps they're even in questioning why you need to grow the business anyway, and morale is low. Every time you overcome one hurdle, your vision is immediately filled with the next. You know you could be taking time out, or you should be taking time out, to think, to plan, to focus on the bigger picture, but at the moment, all you can cope with is dealing with what's right in front of you. So you put your head down and you push harder. The moments of elation as you and your team secure new customers and projects have disappeared. The celebration of year-end profitability is replaced by the realisation that the delivery of the new business, the record turnover, has not made its way to the bottom line. Instead, you're staring at break-even, or even worse. You've invested in people, systems, infrastructure, raw materials or stock in order to deliver on your new orders, but cash flow is now tight and your bank funders are granting little leeway. The things that you and your team were doing before no longer appear to be working as well. You're worn down and the face that looks back at you in the mirror is showing signs of ageing. Your eyes have lost the spark that indicated your passion, vision and excitement. Now, 
Winning new business simply makes you wonder how on earth you'll find the people with the right skills or even enough machinery and working capital to fund it and to deliver it. And in response to those who might think this is a nice problem to have, it certainly doesn't feel that way to you. In fact, such is your stress that you don't even notice the moment at which you stop going for the bigger pitches or orders because the prospect of winning them could mean even more sleepless nights. At times, the barriers and setbacks can feel relentless. New technology, a challenging economic climate, customers who owe you money going out of business, increasing demands from overdue payments from suppliers, the loss of key members of your team to the competition. 12 months of hard graft by you and your team with the associated impact on your family and your health. And for what? You're constantly distracted as your attention circles around the never-ending list of things that require your attention. At home, your mind is on work. At work, your mind wonders as you realise that not only are you failing to deliver as a leader of your business, but also as a parent, spouse or partner. As for your friends, all they can do is reminisce about how they used to enjoy your company. You become punch drunk and we punch drunk and weary. At work, you do your best, but your tank of creativity, courage and commitment has all but run dry. At times, you're a shadow of your former self, spent, introspective and distracted. This isn't what you signed up for. This scene was not part of the business sign-up startup brochure. The dreams that you had when you set up your company or took on your role have long since been drowned out by the busyness of day-to-day business. Yet you still have a sense that you and your business can achieve so much more if deep down you start to fear that the reason for the lack of progress is you. Trapped, however, not knowing what to do differently, you trudge on. So what's the solution? I'm not afraid of the storms, for I am learning how to sail my ship. Quote from Louisa May Alcott. It is possible to move from successfully struck with plateauing revenues, decreasing returns on the time you put in, increasing stress and fatigue, and transform the trajectory of your business in one year by doubling your business or more. So is it, is it possible to do that? In a word, Yes. And I know because I've helped numerous clients to achieve this and have been instrumental in delivering the in, uh, this inside businesses I've led. If you'd like to join them, there are six key areas you'll need to focus on. It won't be easy, but I promise you it'll be worth it. And I'll be here every step of the way to support you. To help you navigate safely back into growth, this book provides a compass and a chart that plots key waypoints on your journey, just as a large ship entering a foreign port will take on board a local pilot to provide the detailed knowledge to help the captain navigate into that port. I'll be here to guide you through the tools and the strategies that, if you apply them, will help you achieve clarity. With greater clarity will come greater confidence, and with greater confidence is a growing sense of certainty as you get your business back on your own terms. If, you, if, you, if things are not currently going well in your business, first you have to survive. I'll share the things that you need to do to achieve this and then how you can best secure your business platform for growth. If it feels like your business is taken on water and you're in survival mode, then we'll show you how to plug the leaks and to prepare your vessel, your business, for the journey of growth ahead. If you're in good shape but plateauing, then my six-stage business growth model, the strategy compass, which I've developed for more than 25 years of experience working um, in uh, and uh, with businesses large and small across many different industries and countries. And during this time, I've learned from the best and experienced firsthand what works and what doesn't. My aim is to get you back on course while avoiding any rocks and other hazards that could blight your voyage. Any path to growth is beset with challenges, not to mention the perfect personal difficulties that you might have on the way. 
So start by telling yourself that you haven't been singled out uh, by uh, experiencing those challenges. Instead, that these are part of everyone's business life and journey. Of course, I can't make these ups and downs common to all businesses go away. But just as a sailor knows that there'll always be more storms followed by more stunning sunrises and spellbinding sunsets, I can promise you you'll be better able to take these in your stride. You'll understand that each crest and trough of the waves forms part of the richness of the journey, and they'll help to make help you and they'll help to make landfall at your chosen destination all the sweeter. Having developed your seamanship, your entrepreneurial skills, all the more. So this book here is to guide, to inspire, remind you of the higher standards that you once held. Um, I've written it for those who may have fallen out of love with your business or stopped appreciating the gold mine that you're sitting on. In the strategies and the pages that follow, I'll share with you what you need to do to return your business to profitable and sustainable growth, to get your team all pulling in the same direction, to perform at your best and to feel that not only is your business worth it, but that it's making a real difference too. So I invite you aboard for a voyage of back to growth. Let's cast off the lines and get you back on course for the destination you had in your sights when you first set up your business. During this voyage, you will regain the confidence the clarity and certainty to step out of your own shadow. Like a lighthouse in a storm, you'll be steadfastly and with certainty guide your teams to your chosen destination. So evidently that was the introduction to a book, Survive and Thrive. And what I, uh, and just as a taster really before um, I publish it later this year, but I hopefully the message in there that basically shares with you some of the challenges and acknowledges some of the challenges that you may be going through in your business and also showing that there are proven ways in which to do that. And if you feel that your business at the moment is in a stage of survival or you're plateauing and successfully stuck and you really want to get back into growth, then reach out. To, let's have a conversation because I will be able to help you to scale and grow your business either through brand new strategies or through acquisition as well. So just reach out, info at gavinpreston.com, info at gavinpreston.com. Reach you next time. Have a great week.